0: What's that on up a yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast.
1: So at this point, we've recorded this introduction no less than five. Oops, I'm sorry. Now it's six times. Let me try this one more time. Greetings from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky. I'm LMC, and this is my co host, Shay Mullins. Oh, I don't know what that was. And we are bringing you the inaugural episode of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. So, if you guys have taken the time to listen to the little teaser trailer we posted on YouTube and various other places, you'll have an understanding of what this is going to be about. We don't really know. Nope. Going to be a lot of irreverence. Maybe. <laughs> going to be a lot of random stories. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be at least 11% post-production mini-truck content on every podcast episode. At least 11%. That is our goal. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: And we figure with 11% post-production mini-truck podcast content, we can probably fill 45 minutes to an hour. And that's fun. So let's talk about the format of this show. First of all, this is a podcast. So this is like a radio show ran by idiots. Yeah! Yay! (laughs) Us being the idiots in this instance, not trying to trash any other podcast out there because we obviously don't know what we're doing. With that in mind, we're so appreciative of the time that you're taking to actually listen to us. You don't have to spend 45 minutes to an hour of your time every couple of weeks to listen, and we're quite appreciative that you're doing so. What? But they should. But they should. Yes, I agree. You know, we're going to give you enough interesting topics that we hope... That you would decide to listen to us. So let's talk a little bit about the format of the show. This is what we're going to do. We would like to be able to release a part of this podcast every two weeks. Now, here's the thing. Both of us have stupidly busy lives. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sad face. Yeah, really. And we would like to be able to record this podcast, the first half of it being whatever topic is on our mind at the time, Mm. and the second half being full of special guests. Maybe the generic Mountain Dew challenge. Oh God! Dream and up. Shay doesn't even know this yet, but the random club name generator.
0: Oh
1: my God! That yeah, sounds like fun. yeah, this this could be fun. <laughs> so anyway, we are loosely a mini truck based podcast. We are based in Eastern Kentucky. I am a proud hillbilly of the Central Appalachian Mountains. What, what's the smirk for, Shay? Come on, the viewers can't see the faces that you're giving me. I guarantee the generator
0: will have obsessions or illusions in it.
1: Oh, no. oh absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Now, when we run the club name generator, which you don't even know about yet, but don't worry, you will. If it hits on a real club name, we're not gonna be able to say it. But every week I plan to do a brand new club name oh, with the God. club name generator. That is wonderful. Well I'm inspired by Conan O'Brien. The Walker Texas Ranger lever was always a blast. He would pull the <laughs> lever and a completely random fifteen second clip of Walker Texas Ranger would play. <laughs> God, the greatest place. the greatest clip ever was just a random child being roundhouse kicked in the face.
0: Wearing <laughs> cowboy boots. Remind
1: me to go back and edit that part out, what we just said. But anyway, no, it wasn't Chuck Norris. It wasn't Chuck Norris. It was just some random person. Anyway, so our version of the Walker, Texas Ranger Lever will be the random club generator. And every episode, we will provide a random club generated name. Club generated random oh, club wonder, name generated by or no, you know what I'm saying. No, say
0: you out there listening that don't have a club, you should
1: use these names because we said them. Therefore, they're better. So this is the oh gosh, we can maybe kind of monetize that. We could trademark that. Oh you know, yeah, do a little kickback to the LCD podcast. You oh, know, that'd be at, awesome. I love hashtag kickbacks. LCD podcast. You know, in your club sticker.
0: Hey. Okay.
1: Anyway. <laughs> So, again, we've already wasted entirely too much time trying to tell you by the format of this show, and my ADD has kicked in, and we have told you absolutely nothing at all. So let me try this one more time. We are doing a podcast because, obviously, we want to get our opinion out on the quote-unquote mini-truck scene as we see it. I guess that's a safe way to say it. I share my opinion on everything, though, Well, especially on the Internet. So does that make you a keyboard commando then? Oh,
0: I'm a keyboard warrior. Different okay. phrase.
1: Okay, so we got keyboard warrior Shay Mullins. We've got LMC here. Um, we were talking about the format of the show before, once again, my ADD kicked in, and we started talking about the Walker Texas Ranger fever. What we kind of have in mind for this particular show is, I believe we even mentioned this in the trailer, this show will be our 2020 preview. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there is no possible way we can cover every single show. Because, you know, we don't even know all the shows in the nation. God we're Lord. not trying to be national. I think we're kind of more focusing on this region. Driving and I mean, distance for us. Well, that brings up an interesting topic. What is driving distance, though? Ish distance. You know, I have, I have drove 14, 16, <coughs> 18 hours for shows. Somebody like Shannon Bullis has drove 674 hours one pass, shot pass. to get to it. Yeah. So So what is driving distance? Let's oh. say that our focus... Do we want to stay in the mountains? Because Uh, that kind of limits us a little bit.
0: I think six hours for us is... Let's uh, say ten. Ten hours? Let's say ten. What what goes out ten hours?
1: Well, let's say I drove to St. Louis last year for relaxing in the park, and if I had not got distracted by shiny things and random restaurants along the way and the greatest homemade pie in the entire history Mm, of God and creation at the Bluegrass Restaurant in La Center, Kentucky, that drive should have taken me less than ten hours. Really? Yeah. Well, according to uh, uh, Google Maps, uh, I think it's like eight and a half hours if you were to.
0: For me to get to. uh... Of
1: course, for me, the trip is more important than the show most of the time. Well, okay, and the pie. pie. But that's just that one particular trip. (laughs) So let's say just loosely, and we can change that, but let's say just loosely 10 hours from right here in southeastern Kentucky. And that gives us at least a focal point. And that brings in a lot of shows. That takes in dropped and destroyed Mm in Ohio. It does. That would probably even take in SlamFest in Tampa, Florida, or at least in very Slumology close in Indianapolis. to it. It does take in slamology, and while that is definitely not a mountain show, that is most definitely filled in that driving range. ADD kicked in. Surprise, surprise! At this point, everybody is tuned out of this. I'm like, these guys are higher than a kite, and uh, we're not going to listen to them. Okay, so <laughs> we're entertaining. That's what's important. At least we think we're entertaining. We are entertaining each other oh, no. at this point.
0: If <laughs> it's true, in a tiny little <laughs>
1: office with bad echo that I need to run a noise gate on in a minute, we are entertaining each other. Okay, so 2020 year in preview. We look at it two different ways. What shows are we? And we use the term "we" as a completely generic nomer for the quote unquote mini truck scene in this region yeah. so what shows are people interested in what shows are we all looking forward to this year and at some point whether it's this episode or another episode what shows have we lost Oh, because there were some major losses this year Man, we lost some big
0: ones and, and I'm blown
1: ones. away that nobody's really talking about this I mean I'm... we lost Laid Out of the Park you know, oh one of God. the one of the stalwarts of if this region's mini truck scene.
0: Man, I'll be honest with you. When I first came in, Minute uh, laid out the park was a huge deal, and it was a massive deal up until it was gone.
1: Me being old, I've literally seen the rise and the fall of it, and and we will get Jeffrey <clears throat> Dillard on this show because I would love to hear his take on it. Uh, people don't give him enough. Credit. No, I see the smirk. People don't give him enough credit for for what he actually is, and, and it's very interesting to talk to him one on one. About that, And we'll save that for, for down the road. Um, assuming that we actually get off our butts and do more than one episode, or even complete this episode. I mean, <laughs> at this point, we've spent 45 minutes redoing the entire first line. Eh. So, 2020, year in preview. And that is the focus of this show. If we talk about shows that we've lost, we may save those. We may save them to the end. Now, I'm not going to run the surprise yet, because you know schedules may not work out. But in the second half of this show, we will have a special guest. I'm not going to name him yet. It is a guest that everybody knows. Everybody that will listen to this episode will know. And hopefully things work out. The second half of this episode, we will have him Skype call in. We're going to do an interview with this particular person that everybody will enjoy. And he does promote a show that almost everybody that listens will be attending. And it's one of the shows that is poised to really become an absolute monster. But we can talk about that a little bit later. As a twenty twenty year in preview for mostly in this region, I think the first show we have to talk about is Maggie Valley, North Carolina, the Southeastern Mini Truck and Nationals.
0: Oh my God. Big show. Big show.
1: Are you gonna try and go this year?
0: Oh I'm gonna go this year. Well good. I won't have nothing to show, but you know <laughs> We'll see. That- have, those, guys, those guys really do real work. I'm I'm a junk dealer pretty well.
1: It happens. So, that particular show, even if you don't have anything quote-unquote to show, that is one of those that you can go and have an absolute blast just watching the activity. Um, you know, I don't want to talk about the show that I used to put on. I'm going to do my best to not mention that. No one's allowed to either. Ever. Oh yeah, this total total ban you, on you, that I'll, show.
0: If you say that, we will edit you out.
1: But while I was listening to the Future Mini Truckers podcast today and driving down Interstate 81, uh, I was thinking about that show that won't be mentioned and how it would not have fit in in today's landscape shows have changed
0: what what do you mean why would it fit
1: in well and again we'll probably say that for another show but um it just it's like that show was exemplary of the early 2000s the 2010s to 2020s that was not my time i was already fading out at that point and now the 2020s and on shows are just very different it's a it's a different take on it and so many there's been such increases in quality there's been such increases in traveling distance but at the same time that's true it's a different hmm. ecosphere and it's kind of hard for me to really put into words i'm going to have to dwell on this for a little bit but would you the, say
0: that uh, mini truckers have become more refined
1: maybe you know maybe i hadn't thought about it like that uh, and i think let, let's face it my show that won't be named was pretty much the trailer park of mini truck shows. But occasionally the fancy (laughs) aunt and uncle would show up with their cover truck and, and, you know, everybody would have a great time. And that was, that was what i was so proud of is that everybody would get together, have a great time. I think maybe, maybe you nailed it. Maybe shows are becoming more refined now. Um, Well, maybe mini truckers, quote unquote, are becoming more refined. It's a lot of us, are getting older. A lot of us have got better jobs, better careers. That's true. And the bar has been set so high that people are having to work so much harder now just to do something to turn heads. That's true. That's um, really true. And, okay. and, and you know, and, and this isn't a critique. This Well, I guess this is a critique by definition. This is not something negative. I think it's very interesting to see the evolution mm-hmm. of it. And I believe there is places for all aspects. So are we turning to, like, the old guys at the shows? Did you ever That's... watch the Muppet Babies growing up? We are Statler and Waldorf. We're the old. We're the old man of the balcony that yells questionable comments at Kermit and Piggy. Yes, 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 exactly. So, that being that being said, Statler. Uh, that that being said, uh, okay. Let me get away from that. I'm not trying to be the the old man of the balcony here. Um, and again, I'm not. I'm not saying back in my day or anything like that. Please don't. It's just it's just interesting to see how it's changed. It I think it is becoming more refined, but that's not to say there isn't a place for everyone in it either. Well, if you want to talk about shows that
0: you know have lost their refineness, we say SEMA. Every picture I've seen, the the trucks are falling apart. So, ooh, I'm serious. I mean, like, and
1: and every truck is a bro dozer. Uh, that that is definitely. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's definitely taken over. Oh, um, my
0: God, I hate brodozers. <laughs> well,
1: oh. we'll, well, we'll get on to that another. We'll, <clears throat> we will save things that Shay hates for another episode.
0: Oh, it's going to be multiple episodes. No, okay, multiple, multiple episodes. Multiple parts, then. even.
1: Yeah. God, yeah. It'll
0: go on forever.
1: <laughs> that, being, that being said, um, again, 2020 year preview. The first show in this region that anybody will be talking about is the Mini Truck Nationals. So let's kind of stick on that for a few minutes. It would be silly for us to talk about what it is because anybody listening to us knows exactly what it is they've already planned to go. Well. We can summarize it and that it's an absolutely massive show. Um, yes. that sold out 750 pre-registrations in, I believe, an hour and 22 minutes. It's
0: astonishing. Everybody. It is astonishing. You know, uh, on uh, New Year's Eve, that's all my Facebook wall was. It was just everybody talking about
1: Okay, so let's talk about it. that. And, and maybe we're <clears throat> only 13 minutes into the first ever episode, so we probably shouldn't be overly controversial. Let's discuss something, though, on the controversial side of things. There is a lot of people, if you will, about their decision to take 750 pre registrations and close the show down. It is not our place to be negative or positive in that regard, but I would like to know what your feelings are just kind of unilaterally here about that because at this point, and I actually asked somebody who I respect very much just the other day if there was some entries in the pocket, you know, do they have 50 or 100 <coughs> set aside for some very top quality vehicles to come and to the best of my understanding that's not the case. So quite literally 750 registrations regardless of what those vehicles were, is all they're taking.
0: So is it because they had 750 spots to park
1: people in? Because that makes perfect sense to me. You've not actually been to that grounds yet, have you? I have not. You? I've been going literally since uh, Charlie had it, Charlie Cobble had his last year there in Maggie Valley, and it was a tiny, tiny show. Uh, at that point, I want to think there was less than 100 vehicles. At that point, the name had already kind of got... Well, you know, things have a lot natural lifespan. Shows have a natural lifespan. At that yeah. point, the Mini Nats was in one of its, the bottom of the roller coaster, if you will. And it would have naturally come back up, potentially. But the guys that took it over did a great job. And obviously, things have changed and blah, blah, blah. Um, but that first year at Maggie Valley, it was very small. And at the time, the showgrounds looked massive. It's a fairgrounds there. The thing about Maggie Valley, to me, Maggie Valley is Pigeon Forge in the 80s. It is a lot of mom-and-pop hotels. It's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. It's just very different. It's a lot of mom-and-pop hotels. It's a lot of mom-and-pop restaurants. Uh, I'm all about the mom-and-pop
0: restaurants. Well, see, I'm
1: totally down with it. I'll tell you something funny about that, though, and I've never understood this. The mom-and-pop oh. restaurants in Maggie Valley, a lot of them don't open until, like, two weeks later after Mini Truck and Nationals. What? They're, they're seasonal.
0: What?
1: And, yeah, that's true. And, like, the first couple of years when I was down there, there was a barbecue restaurant. I think it's called Butts on the Creek uh, uh and it was decent mm-hmm. um it was open then but then it started opening in like mid-may there's another restaurant it's like the moonshiners restaurant and that's actually a pretty decent sit-down restaurant there in maggie and it doesn't open now until may so the what biggest you... weekend of the year i oh, think no. by far and i've not been to a lot of the bike shows down there so they may no. be massive well, i almost going to tell you hard pass on
0: all bike shows
1: <laughs> <laughs> well anyway um We'll get back to that one, too. But anyway, uh, as far as that goes, I've never been to any of the bike runs down there, so I can't swear to their size. But physically and physically, there's no way you can get much bigger than what Mini Nats is. I mean, all the hotels are sold out. Every, every restaurant is lined out. But half the restaurants there, and, and half is an ambiguous term. It could be a quarter. It could be three-eighths. I don't know. A lot of the restaurants there are not open for uh the show and so, i don't understand there's so, so much money in the table there how, how, how do you how do you eat you were talking about the the, the size and the 750 number yeah,
0: yeah where's that come from
1: those guys are doing an amazing job to fit 750 in that showgrounds oh because i don't know that i could fit 500 i mean they are doing an awesome job it is it is very organized they do an That's excellent good. job in parking. There's a lot more organization than anything I've ever done. And, uh, and I know they have some specialized trailer lots and stuff, which is funny because that town, the hotel's out there, the parking lots are just not set up for trailers. If you're trailer and you're already in a world of hurt because you've got to park, park the tow vehicle, you've got to park the trailer, and assuming you have something drivable, uh, then you're just going to kind of shut them away for the weekend. And a lot of times they get blocked in. My, my truck and trailer, year before, hmm. got blocked in the entire weekend.
0: Wow, really? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I was driving the truck in many colors all weekend long. Not because I wanted to, but because I had, I had no choice, and I cussed the lack of air conditioning the entire time because I'm old. Um, but they are maximizing every bit of space that they possibly can on that show and they do an excellent job of it, but it is full. So I understand where they're coming from, and I think it's cool that they didn't discriminate. But at oh, the absolutely. same time... Like, for example, should you? I'm sure well, you should know. you? Yeah, should you? Well, I was I number mean... 622. Uh, no, 664. I was two off. Uh, number 664. I registered at, I believe it was like 108 in the morning. Yeah. Oh and my God. I like my truck. I think it's cool. But you know what? I wouldn't drive five hours to see my truck. And that brings in the point. I would drive five hours to see my truck. Well, you're a narcissist. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But <laughs> well, that being said. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, you, you, you have more unique aspects in your vehicle than no, my
0: and You're right. You hit it on the money. I'm a narcissist. I'm fine with it. I'm okay. totally fine with
1: it. So anyway, uh, staying away from the psychoanalytical di- dissertation here um no, that narcissistic partic- illusions well, we're not we're not to the generator yet that comes in the second half of the show
0: oh my god delusional that.
1: rollers <laughs> so the question is i guess should you and 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 um, how I, do you do it fairly they're in a bad yeah, position this uh, is i give them so much credit this is uh, us having this discussion is not as critiquing and I hope if they happen to listen to it they understand that this is just a purely objective I mean, analysis of I it I
0: mean honestly I, I can see the point in doing it and I see the point in don't. because if you start knocking out your people that come to the show sure. those people that uh, you want to come might not come back again and some people consider it spit in the face when you won't let them come
1: oh absolutely I you mean, know no. um, a conversation I had just a couple of days ago there's at least uh, five, six cover trucks that we have personally known Uh, That want to come, that can't, that have no spot there, and they assume there would be some room for them, and there's just not. Which again, bravo to those guys for sticking with their guns. But one thing, as a show promoter, I learned a long time ago is, I guess you kind of have to have a couple of vehicles that are head hunted, if you will. Oh yeah, I mean like, um, so you all. Your spectators
0: will come to shows just to see a certain vehicle.
1: Absolutely. You oh, know? I've drove... Well, I mean, last year I literally made the trip because of school obligations. I didn't think I was going to be able to make the trip. Mm-hmm. And my dad and my son and I went down just for the day. And while I love the show, primarily it was to see the crew cut dually. I,
0: I haven't seen it since uh-huh. Show
1: Fest in Greenville, Mississippi, you know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the fact they had it back out, I had to see it in person. You know, I got a picture of my son with it. Do you think that those vehicles are circumventing that process... By getting, like, I guess tied up with a vendor booth, for example.
0: Well, like a. a Just
1: as an example, uh, Lomigo was at the Drop and Word booth last year. I don't know the gentleman that owns it. I know nothing about the history of the vehicle, but I guess that is a way to get around that, if you will. If there's I mean, a, I don't know s-
0: some people have their. I mean, I'm all about a vendor having a vehicle because you should sure. showcase oh gosh, what you got. Absolutely. absolutely.
1: Anytime I do a DJ gig, I want to have a nice vehicle beside my booth that draws attention. Of it course, it does That's very, And I guess that would be a way to kind of get around that. But,
0: but you know, when you talk about holding spots, people are we talking about holding spots for the same old vehicles every year? I
1: mean, no, you can't. i do not.
0: I mean, so. Do, like I said through, I'm not trying go, to be subjective well, saying, about this at
1: all I'm, I'm just I feel sorry for them that well, they are in that place so I, that brings up the next them. that brings up the next question they're maxed do they move the show and if they move the show at that point I mean I think here this I have no inside information at all I don't know the guys that put this on this is the most disconnected really you don't not really know, not personally I, I've met Jason Bell before um, in passing I don't I, really I want to sit in the closet so
0: when this caves in then I don't die What's that? Because you know everyone. I'm lonely, and I'm
1: not as connected as I used to be. My, my connections are, are vanishing, and becoming irrelevant, and, uh, and uh, going to the retirement homes and stuff like that. Well, most of us are going to retire. I'm almost gray headed. I'm almost, well, I don't have hair, so I don't want to hear your I'm damn low. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I'm but, wearing a $4 Rural King hat to hide the fact that I don't have hair anymore. So, moving right along.
0: Yeah, well, it's well, another fact they're. Just like anybody. What about Jimmy Bob Jones has a... Oh, Jimmy
1: Bob Jones actually does our voiceover at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, really? No. Nah. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> just, just, oh, he really had me going there. <laughs> you know, what about the guy that just tints his windows and puts on well, a static Okay, okay. All right. I see where you're coming do, from. Do you want and... to go to, watch, go to the show and see that?
1: Yes. Yes. And let me explain why. Okay, I want to hear this one. Four days ago in Weisberg, I was going by Taco Bell. <gasps> Yeah. and there was a 2002-2003 model Sonoma. Yes. It was black. Yes. It was on a set of 17-inch wheels. It looked to have a beautiful black paint job. Well, it was a two-three lowering, if that, and it was a younger guy driving it. That excited me well, more I understand than that. almost any cover truck that I've seen in Weisberg in a long time, and I'll tell you why, because it is 2020, and we just don't see that much anymore. So do I want to see somebody's whose vehicle has been lowered three inches and tinted. Yes. Do I necessarily think that the grandest show in the mountains do, do is the best place for that? I don't know.
0: Well, think about it. Do you want to drive eight hours to see that?
1: I don't. It's hard to get a healthy mix. I mean, I mean with I, a limitation like that, it's when, hard to get a healthy mix. We
0: need we need, we need new people. That's that's a fact. You know.
1: Okay. and And you're right. And I guess maybe I'm being a little counterintuitive to what I just said. Yes, we need new people. See, those new people, are they going to get more inspiration from My seeing point. a 2-3 a drop that they can build themselves, which is cool? Or a cover truck that has, you know, X amount of paint, you know, X amount of suspension work, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's a really hard place to be and I don't, I don't, 'll be wrong. I'll, those guys. I love
0: be some stock interior. Now. I'm
1: so glad what? I'm not a show promoter anymore.
0: <laughs> Just, we know, had you to want turn to away promote one, i let you.
1: We had to turn away people. At least two years, and that was the most miserable feeling in the world. I hated it. I hated turning people away. Um, we even had to turn people away that drove quite a bit of ways away. There was just no physical room.
0: I guess, technically speaking, if they had the placement for it, which I don't know, you could separate out the vehicles. Uh, that's how Slamology does it.
1: As far as nice trucks and junk trucks, Oh my God, can you imagine how pissed people will get over that?
0: (laughs) No, see, uh, okay, okay, Jim Bob
1: Smith, why don't you take your two, three drop Sonoma with the rust and the fender wells? You park over here beside these guys. (laughs) Now, don't Uh, look over here.
0: They they have, like, I mean, like two categories you got, like, daily and you got show. I mean, I just, you cannot daily a show vehicle because what will happen? You'll be behind one vehicle and a rock will bounce off and you have a dent. God,
1: we are really opening the can of worms there. You can't daily a show vehicle. I mean, and that, and that, Man, the world has how changed. Would man-
0: how would you maintain
1: it? I mean,
0: if you had a $10,000 paint job and a piece of coal falls out and smacks your pretty paint job, I'd, I'd go into a stroke. There, I'd, I'd die in my vehicle. You
1: liberal. Rag. You just have to rag on coal, don't you? Does oh, that, I love Why did not it have to, to be coal? Uh, why could it have been gravel?
0: Coal cracked my windshield the last time it got why cracked. Why could it have
1: been fighting roosters? A pallet of fighting <laughs> roosters, all right? It's like that one guy in the middle of Sarisville <laughs> on the, of the road that has <laughs> a bunch of
0: roosters and nobody even questions that. Wow,
1: what, we are really veering off subject but here. But what
0: what do you do? do? Do you do you take every vehicle that... What what if, like, all you end up with was 300 trucks that are just static drop? People
1: come there and are like, what? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, you, you, make a, you make a good point because that's a good way to shoot yourself in the foot, too. I i don't envy them. They are in a unwinnable position. I feel sorry for them. I mean, God, it's such a great show. And it is so... But you go there with the preconception that the quality is going to be top-notch. I mean, I don't know.
0: What, what, I can't what if, give, what if I can't it give an answer anymore, you know what I mean? Because everybody that got a redshirt that night, the ones that got there first were... Guys, like new, new guys. I mean, we all was at the point where we just had a static drop truck that was stock, and we loved it. But do we, us us people alone, have to go to shows in order for them to maintain? But do you want to keep going to shows where you keep seeing the same thing over and over?
1: Man, you're, you're hitting deep today. I mean, well, let's talk about this. Uh, one of my favorite shows, if not my favorite show of the year, and I'm sure that we will discuss this more, is Slammed Enough in Gatlinburg. That, which, by the way, is moving out of Gatlinburg this year. Again, we'll get to that. That's kind of within the scope of this episode, which is already blowing way over our time limit. Um, that being said, Slammed Enough changes the vehicles that are available on a Saturday to a Sunday. So maybe if they want to continue this, maybe Cycling? it has to be the same. To cycle uh, the vehicles through. Well, slammed enough is only indoor. At least it was. Again, this year is going to change. Well. So you only have two hundred and fifty vehicles indoor, and that's it. And then Saturday's vehicles are completely different than Sunday's vehicles. And could- that allows five hundred vehicles in town. You know, well,
0: that, I mean that's a great idea. But could you imagine having to judge seven hundred and fifty vehicles?
1: Well, by that logic, it'd be fifteen hundred because oh. they would have 750 each day. And I promise you, the way that show is taking off in popularity just so much in the last couple of years, they would have no problem filling $1,500.
0: You, you, really?
1: No, no problem. No problem at all. I mean, they, that's... Do that, the math. That, they sold out $1. 750 in an hour and 22 minutes.
0: Well, by that logic, I mean, like, they pick their vehicles slammed enough.
1: You, you, it's an application process. And boy, again, we're going down another... Another wow. path there that we probably don't well, want to go down of, yet.
0: I mean, a lot of people hate the application process. When a certain show
1: came out with the application right. process, it soured a lot of people.
0: Even though it had a, it had its good, it merits.
1: did, and, and its merits weren't so much space. They have considerably more space. theirs was to cut down on the problematic people. The yeehaw in all shows. The yeehaw, then. No. <laughs> There was some, uh, there's some good old boys up there. I have or, to admit. The, or was it was it uh, referred to now the yeet yeet people? Which, by the way, I'm going to go back to that show this year. I'm not what? Being, Did you fill out an application? Well, I have not filled out an application yet. Okay, so let me back up. If they will have me, <laughs> I'll go back to this show this year. It's always been fun. It's always been a lot of fun. Well, In fact, one year was some of the most fun I've. And we'll save that for a story time episode. It is not a. It's not a talk for right now. It's a sit around, gather around the fire, let's listen to old Uncle Lee tell some stories. And that will come <laughs> up later. But uh, one of my best show experiences ever was at that show. And uh, and again, we'll talk about this some other well, time. See, back back to side, yeah, Nats. Yeah, sidetrack here.
0: Back to Mini Nats. You know, Mini Nats grew a lot. So do you, do you think the scene grew or do you think it was just a show in general? I know we've all seen the memes that say mini-trucking is not dead, but is it because more people just went to it and they already existed, or are those new people? Man, yeah.
1: I, the scene goes through—you know, I hate saying scene. I do, that's too, like but that's what it is, though. It's like right? fingernails on a chalkboard, but okay, just for the point of comparison here, or point of conversation, we'll stick with the scene. Uh, I've said it no less than 50 times already, anyway. The scene goes through a roller coaster of evolution, and it happens every few years. Look, a recession. You say a mini truck has its own. Well, I think it, it has its ebbs and its flows. I mean, I think it's like a roller coaster, well, and only- I think right now the scene <laughs> is going straight uphill. I think it's meteoric rise. I mean, look at look at Mini Nats and just how much has exploded. But at the same time, look at uh, Lone Star Throwdown. I That's mean, true. You know what? 4,000 vehicles. Oh yeah. And gorgeous vehicles too Camp and Drag is a great is a great and we'll get to that one all in and of itself that will take a little bit more time to talk about as well but that is another show that has just exploded um, exponentially and now I've not been in a couple of years but I was there very early on and it's amazing I mean, just how much it has grown. Well, you know, and it's captivated people in a different way. That's well, because it's a different type of show. It's not a show in the traditional sense. Well, those three shows, let's play with that just for a minute. Those three shows, we have a show that I'm going to give Camp and Drag credit for pioneering the resurgence of camping shows. I've ran a lot of the old school West Coast shows, river runs, things of that nature, it was customary to camp. It was customary to party all weekend, if you will the East Coast at least from my experience and I realize there's probably some some people more experienced than me laughing at me right now yeah. and saying well you don't know about this show you don't know about this show and blah 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 but from what I have seen camping drag really started it was a catalyst for the camping shows I think and I've never been a Lone Star and a lot of people that listen have but I've never been a Lone Star but from what I know about it it's almost the resurgence of a river run or a Lake Havasu type show, the old West Coast shows. And then Maggie, uh, you know, Minnie nas Maggie Valley, is kind of the East Coast traditional well, if you will, many of that's inspired shows. So, I mean, those are three different facets, and I believe all three of those types of things have contributed to the growth of the scene because now it's not just Control-V, Control-P, or Control-C, Control-V, cut and yeah. paste, wash and re and stuff like that. Things are so different now. You have the camping shows. You have the river-run style shows. You have the top-quality shows in a touristy town, and then you have pretty much everything in between. So I think now people have different venues of growth, and, and I say venue, I guess avenues of that's what I'm trying to say. But you have different things to explore that can titillate your senses, if you will. It's not just the well, same type of show. Yeah. So to yeah. answer your question, I don't know if there's new people. I'm seeing some and and, and, and you know I'm recently got really inspired and, yes, and I've been yes. working on things a lot more than yes. I have been in many years. Uh, spending entirely too much money that I don't have, but uh, applies to every one of us. Does anyone to buy food stamps while we're at it? Cause, you know, <laughs> I'm cash cashing out pretty cheap. I was inspired by a gathering of fifteen trucks uh, in Clay County, Kentucky, in Manchester at a cruise-in, and that inspired cruisians. me. Well, that inspired me I more than, than, than almost anything. But love. the funny thing is, what inspired me about it? is that none of the kids, and I don't use that term derogatorily, I use it factually because to me, they're kids. I'm 39. Those kids there didn't even know that I had a body-dropped, V 8 V8-ed, frame-built, blah, blah, blah truck hidden away in a garage. It so being,
0: so did, did, the, did it grow or like people like you that had something already and they're like,
1: you know what, I'm bringing this shit out? In that particular instance, it was all new stuff. There was hardly That's awesome. Any, it was, the oldest person there was probably in his late 20s, early 30s. That had anything, and most of them, there was even kids there, and I say kids, sixteen years old, seventeen years old with bag trucks. Oh, that's they awesome, were related man. to some of the other guys, but I mean that was so cool to see. And and you know those guys are really looking forward to Maggie Valley as their pinnacle. I mean that is what they are prepping for so, all year long. But
0: this goes back to the, the whole what trucks to allow too. By pinnacle, no. Nah. Do, do do when you go there, do you see your pinnacle or do you just see your truck?
1: I see my pinnacle in the shower this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Moving know. right along. <laughs> I have no comment on that. One. <laughs> you really, you
0: got me. You got me good. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you know, like when I, my my truck is very unique. It's not. Do you fun. think you at this point else?
1: anybody would still be listening to this? Oh, absolutely.
0: That might mean, hear us banter
1: because we're are what we're saying is the truth. I you mean, know, if somebody will email me. That they say they listen right now. I will totally buy them dinner the next time I'm through their respective... Oh, talent. they can't because this isn't a live show,
0: so it's not going to be any
1: good. I mean, they don't have to email me right now. I'm not you, looking at the screen expecting it to pop up. Anytime in the next week after this is published... I mean, we'll, we'll at least have 30 people listen to us. Yeah, but they're going to tune out after the first five minutes. Oh, well, maybe. There is nobody listening at this point. So anyway, we can say whatever we want. No, because I don't have the donkey drop button right yet. <laughs> but... Anyway
0: i I myself when I go to show, I would love to see a you know stock ranger that's dropped some nice wheels on it and all, that. but when I go I look for ideas, you know, so when I go, I look around and I think myself, I'd like to build
1: that yep i mean no, myself. i totally i mean I totally understand my inspirations have come. From seeing vehicles that I never thought I would see in person. But every time I see a stock one, that's you know it's mint. I'm like I'd uh, like to own that. But as a, well, fair enough. But as an old guy now, and I think I can kind of claim that title. I'm not saying look at me, I'm OG, blah blah blah, because there's nothing more frustrating than people that try and assume that title that I really hate the, don't deserve I hate it.
0: The OG's That again, yeah, that will be God. another episode.
1: There'll be another topic for another episode all by itself. I've been around long enough that I guess I've seen some things. You can say. And oh great, we have sirens in the background now. That's gonna sound wonderful. The this. one time a siren's gonna to... oh, Really? What? Really? What? really Yeah, that's that's uh that's fire trucks. That's that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so we're just gonna to totally talk over it. So our goal here was to discuss pretty much all of the shows that would appeal to people listening to this in our ten hour region, if you will. And we have managed to spend the time that we allotted for the first half of the show just talking about one show. Yeah. Now that show deserves it. Oh, absolutely. If there's any show in the eastern United States that deserves that chat, it's it's this one. So we are way overrunning our time. Let's go ahead and let's wrap this inaugural episode part up. Now the plan was to do halves, but I can tell you right now, we're gonna probably have to do Thirds. What well, we really like to talk. I mean, like, we. Well, I didn't oh. realize that we would like to talk so much. And, oh, you know, we love to of, talk. One of my favorite things to do at truck shows is to stand around at the hotels and tell old stories. Oh, in the parking lot. In the parking lot, absolutely. absolutely. Best yeah. thing ever. And and you know that's essentially what this podcast will be about. And of course, things like random fire truck sirens breaking in and, oh, yeah. and us getting distracted by various things. But you know that kind of is exemplary of what I am as a mini-trucker, I get distracted by things. (laughs) I I get fire sirens. And, and you know, that's kind of part of it, though. It's not just... It's not just point A to point B, unload, show, win trophy, go home. You know, that's It's, it's everything else that goes around it that becomes a facet of the whole experience. And that's what this podcast is hopefully going to be. It's going to be essentially a very random mini truck show road trip where we tell a bunch of BS stories, we pull off and eat really good pie, and we take <laughs> and a bunch of touristy pictures and then, then show up at the show late. God, I love pie. ladies and gentlemen thank you all so much for listening to the first 40 minutes of the lowest common denominator podcast once again this is our inaugural episode if you have made it this far thank you we don't see how you possibly have and we plan on releasing another part of this 2020 year preview I think the only way we can do it justice is yeah we spent the first 40 minutes pretty much on Maggie Valley
0: I mean why not though
1: why not? It deserves it. It's, a, it's the first massively major show of this region of the year. And since Laid Out the Park, is, is no more. Yeah. Um, I think that's the first one that everybody's looking forward to, so we needed to address it. Now, coming up in the next part of the episode, we will actually... We'll go over other shows. Yeah, we're going to talk about other shows. We will
0: try to avoid going over the shows again. That we there work. is an excellent chance that we will still do it anyway.
1: Oh, I know. Uh, we this will is... totally double back on ourselves, and we will have the same conversations over yeah. and over. And Yeah, and you all will love it. Yeah, because yeah, this... Shay's hilarious. <laughs> I am. I'm very He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Oh, you damn right I am. Thank you so much for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator Podcast. If you like what you have heard, please don't funny. hesitate to give us some constructive criticism, some critiquing, some feedback. Hate mail, sending us messages. I love hate mail. Yeah, Shay loves hate mail. Send
0: it to me. Send Tell me it, about please. how you please. hate
1: me. I don't know how to do Facebook, but I'm sure that he he will happily you could, accept your, you your send hate your mail. Too. to your <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so. well, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure there's ways <laughs> to get hold of him. We have not established the Facebook page or the Instagram account at this point, but we will do that in the next coming days. We've got a little artwork being prepared right now. Uh, going a little bit different than the mainstream if you will and I'm kind of curious to see how that turns out so what to look forward to in the next episode we will continue to preview shows about things we're looking forward to shows we're looking forward to in the year 2020 in this region we will discuss a little bit of the shows that we have lost find us on YouTube uh, the Lowest Common Denominator podcast channel it's LCD podcast like share and subscribe any type of feedback you give us is very much appreciated we will do our best to respond to every comment as quickly as we can if you're going to post a message don't forget to hashtag lcd podcast for my co-host Shay Mullins well
0: I just want you to know if you want to see me hate mail you at least have to subscribe okay I think that's fair I think you can send us all the hate mail you want if you subscribe I could say all kinds of awful things back to you too I mean it's fair
1: oh man this is going to be a fun experience again for my co-host Shay Mullins I'm LMC thank you one more time for listening to the lowest common denominator podcast and we will catch you on the next episode oh I don't know what that was I reckon it looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more
0: listening to the voice of the (laughs) lowlife. You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your hosts, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time.